podcast you've been looking for all along. Step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world. Welcome to No Tracers. Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. My name is Kay and I am your host. I'm also known as No.Tracers on Instagram and No Tracers on TikTok. I also have a YouTube channel called Just the Letter K. If you guys prefer to watch this episode and see photos from my guest, go to Just the Letter K on YouTube and you can check it out there. Before we get into this episode with Mun Monster, who is an amazing portrait photographer and loves abandoned places, I got to let you guys know about a few things. The first being, I have a book out called No Tracers, an Urban Explorer's Diary. And if you guys want to get a signed copy of it, just go to notracers.com slash shop. Over on notracers.com, you can also find my blog, you can find my urban exploration videos, all that good stuff is over on that website. If you want to be on the No Tracers podcast and share some of your urban exploration stories, please hit me up on Instagram at no.tracers and we will schedule a time for you to come on to the show. I would love to do more than one a week. Right now, these come out every single Friday. So if you're a new listener, hit that subscribe button so you get notified when a new episode drops. But I would love to do these twice a week or you know more, fre- more frequently than I am now. So I would like to get some more guests on here if possible. Let's let's book it. Let's make it happen. Thank you guys for reaching out. I appreciate it. The next thing I need to let you know about is that there is a way to get a free photo print from me, a signed photo print from an abandoned place I've explored. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and feedback on the No Tracers podcast. If you type in No Tracers, you should be able to see the main page. Scroll all the way to the bottom, and there's an area where you can leave a rating and feedback on the show. If you do that, take a screenshot and send it to me at no.tracers on Instagram and I will mail you a signed photo print as a way of saying thank you for doing that and for supporting the show. And the last thing I need to let you know about is that we actually have a partner on this podcast and that is Liquid Death Water. If you've never heard of Liquid Death Water, hey, don't worry. I've got an ad for you in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid death, murder your thirst. So yeah, if you're thirsty and you would like to murder your thirst with a cold can of liquid death water, they have still and sparkling water, check out liquiddeath.com and use code just the letter K for 10% off your order. Or you can just hit the link down in the description. It's a direct link to the website that will apply that code for you. All right, guys, let's get into this episode. Mun Monster, please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. All right. Hi, I'm Katie Munley, I'm Mun Monster on Instagram, and I'm a photographer. Basically, it's a hobby. I do freelance stuff too, but I'm kind of at a point where I just do what I want to do. And so, you know, I do a lot of exploring, a lot of different work like that. And I've been exploring for about 10 years, seriously. 
more serious, actually probably in the past five years, but I got my first DSLR camera in 2010. And yeah, ever since then, I've just been doing weird shit. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So what got you into like abandoned photography and and exploring abandoned places? It's not a very normal thing to do. There's a very uh, niche group of us that do this. So what got you into it? Honestly, I'd have to say (laughs) I grew up diagonally across the street from an old paint factory that became abandoned like when I was a kid. And so my neighborhood friends and I, we would all go in there and uh, explore the factory. And um, turns out my brother used to go and bring alcohol in there and have parties and stuff. I didn't do any of that. I was more into like checking stuff out. And um, it kind of became a joke like, hey, come over to my house and we can check out the factory, you know. (laughs) And um, yeah, so that's kind of what got me into it. As I got a bit older and got my first real camera, I brought um, this girl that used to work with me at Aldo Shoes, her name's Logan, and she was kind of like my first willing model that went into an abandoned place with me. Her and her boyfriend, now husband, went in and I took pictures of them. And that was kind of my first real introduction into, you know, what I really started to do as far as taking serious, trying to be serious pictures in abandoned places. So tell me a little bit more about that first exploration with a model. Like, tell me about the place you went into and and tell me more about what went down during that session. Well, that that was really like the first time is when I just went. It, it was so easy. I mean, just going across the street from where I lived. So years, a couple years later, I met who is now one of my best friends, um, Shannon Chanster on Instagram. And we became like instant friends and I somehow convinced her to go into abandoned places with me. It's really hard to find people, you know, to do that kind of thing with you. So when she was just like, oh, hell yeah, I'll go and I'll model for you. I don't give a shit. And she does whatever I ask. And she was fantastic. And um, one of the first places we went was my friend Monkey. We call Monkey. His name's Mike. He actually gave us this location. It's right by my house. He was like, oh, there's two abandoned houses together. You girls should go and check it out because he knew we were into that. So we went. And um, at that point, I really was kind of newer to Instagram. And I didn't know that people take a lot of time to set up locations. And like they'll spend hours just setting things up. So we went into this one house. And it was so eerie because we didn't know that people set it up. So it seemed like people had just up and left and died and never returned. And we were just like, oh my God, this house is amazing. And, you know, come to find out people set it up. So it wasn't as authentic and cool as we thought it was, but that was kind of like the first time that we, I really did like a real explore in my opinion. I love that. There's this place in California that I don't know if it's still around, but they called it the dollhouse and people would just bring dolls. And so there were like dolls all over the place. And like, you know, at first they were like, wow, this place is so cool. And then they realized that like, oh, people are bringing props to set up here. It didn't actually look like that. So it kind of kind of gives away the authenticity of the spot. But, you know, it's still it's still cool to have that kind of stuff. And and, you know, you're still in an abandoned place. And I mean, that's why we love it. 
And then can you talk about your favorite gear or gear recommendations for up-and-coming explorers? This can be a backpack, a pair of shoes, uh, the type of camera you use, uh, anything like that. Oh, I'm the worst person to ask about gear. The worst. I'm just... I mean, I I look like a streetwalker half the time I'm exploring. Like, (laughs) I'm just in Jeffrey Campbell platform boots, hooker tights, maybe a big long t-shirt dress. (laughs) And like, that's it. Here I am, everybody. But, you know, there is something to that because you look at me and you don't think, oh, she's going to go climb in that window to get into that abandoned house. You would never think. So I kind of try to not be as obvious, maybe, but. Yeah, as far as gear, I'm the worst person to ask. I wear heels in abandoned buildings. It's fine. It's normal. And, uh, you know, I throw my camera that's like $3,000 into my backpack. And I'm just like, here we are with my bag of masks and props and dresses. And that's how I roll. Like, am I going to brunch or am I going into an abandoned building? Nobody knows. Could be both. Could do both yeah. on the same day. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me a little bit more about your photography, because it is quite unique, you know, using the masks and things like that. So tell me about how you you found your style and how you came to incorporate masks into your portrait photography. Yeah, so I really I'm inspired a lot by fashion. I love fashion. I have a clothing obsession, a shoe obsession. So that's kind of where I start is I put together these outfits and I used to have to be my own model. And then luckily I found willing victims to come and model for me and I would dress them up. And like I said, my friend Shannon, that really started this whole thing with me. She has great personal style. So a lot of people photograph more vintage looks. I like to photograph modern and it might look a little dated, but it's modern clothes. And so I kind of start with that. And then I started, I just bought the most basic plastic animal masks that Amazon had to offer. And I thought this could be interesting and creepy and strange. And that's just kind of what I was going for. And I just built on that, you know, trying to find more unique masks. And, you know, I do stuff without masks too. I do regular portraits that are sad and strange. But Yeah, I mean, I really just started buying basic stuff on Amazon and seeing how it photographed and kind of going from there. And um, I'm big into, I do a lot of editing to my photos too. So a lot of experimenting in Photoshop and stuff like that. I love it. I love how, you know, unique it is. And I love that you bring your editing style into it as well. You know, it's not always just like, the raw photo, you know, you have a unique style that, that you bring into it. And I love that so much. Um, Thank you. I I try. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the masks you find are, you know, phenomenal. They're super cool. And so I definitely wanted to know more about them. And so thank you for sharing that. Uh, Can you talk more about social media and what it's done for you as a creator and as an urban explorer? Like, have you been able to connect with other people to explore or anything like that? Oh, definitely. Once I kind of got the hang of Instagram and using hashtags and then realizing kind of what you need to do to get featured on feature pages and stuff like that. And then I started connecting with different people in the community. And um, one of the first people I connected with was Rumham Revenge. He's now one of my best friends. And working with him, like really just changed the game for me. 
and um, getting to meet so many different people over probably the past three years. I've really been branching out and trying to connect with other explorers and photographers and artists. And that's been the biggest, best thing about Instagram to me. You know, a lot of people dog on Instagram and social media, but Instagram has really brought me a lot of great friendships, um, a lot of cool stories, memories, connections. I get to travel to different places because of Instagram. And um, yeah, it's been great, but that's the only social media I use. I mean, I'm on Facebook, but I I rarely use that. So really, yeah, Instagram has been great. Yeah, Rumham Revenge was my, I think, my fifth interview on the show. I Absolutely amazing photography and super unique as well. And I, I absolutely love this podcast because it allows me to connect with other creators like yourself to to share these stories and, and their style and, you know, hear their input on what it means to be an urban explorer. Um, do you have any urban exploration injury stories? Oh, uh, hmm. Well, I've actually been pretty lucky. I haven't been horribly injured. I haven't fallen through a floor or anything like that. Um, and I haven't twisted an ankle in my platforms either. I want to put that out there. But I did get stuck on top of a fence. So I, <laughs> I was meeting um, Chaotic Photo and she explores with the need for exploration and his wife. I always forget and screw up her Instagram, but it's Urban Amber with X's in there somewhere. And we were going into a church and I was meeting them there. And so they went in because they didn't really know the way in. So they went in first and then I got there and Amber was sending me pictures of like how to get in. So I was like, oh God, it seemed very intense for me. So <laughs> I'm walking around the perimeter of this church and there's a, just a big fence around it. And so and it's out in the open. There's people walking around, you know, there's there's cars going by. And I'm in my little exploring heels. I was a little more sensible that day, thank God. So I get into the corner of this, like by this brick wall and this fence behind a dumpster. And I'm climbing up on this fence and I'm wearing little short shorts, it's like in the middle of summer. And I get stuck on top of the fence. My thigh was like impaled by the top of like the fence, just, you know, how it sticks up. And I was stuck there for like probably 45 seconds, but it seemed forever. And I was just like, the next move I make is going to determine if I rip my thigh completely off or somehow manage to get over this fence. And luckily I was, I'm pretty, you know, good with stuff like that, but Oh man, I it was looking pretty bleak there. And then I was just bleeding down my leg. And then I had to crawl into this drain grate thing and go into this dark basement that had a sand floor and locate a bathroom. I was like, this is a lot for, you know, 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning. <laughs> and I went and I like appeared up there. I was like, you people are fucking crazy. <laughs> but it was a great time. <laughs> Oh my god, that's fantastic. worth it. Oh, totally worth it, man. Those those make for some of the best stories. The all the near the near misses are my yes. Favorite. Oh man, I uh, it reminds me of this abandoned jail I explored, and we ended up like so we got in. We were there for about I don't know an hour, hour and a half, and then all of a sudden there's a a police officer outside in his like his cruiser, and he parked literally right where we went in so like Ugh. it was like a hole somebody had kicked a hole through one of the boards and we like crawled through there and he literally parked like in the shadow of the building where you couldn't see him so that he could catch us when we got out right 
but we saw him because we we're up on the fourth floor and we looked it down through like the slats in the window and we're like okay there's a cop there we can't go out that way we have to figure something else out come come to find the only way out is from the second floor uh of the jail they had like bars on the windows still but there was like a hole in the window so we had to like find a rope tie the rope climb down this huge pipe and then climb over a giant <laughs> razor wire fence my friend gets her shoelace stuck on the razor wire fence <laughs> and i'm like okay don't don't panic whatever you do don't panic because you're gonna literally slice your leg open oh my god it's uh the near misses are my favorite stories i love how you had to just get a rope like we just did, there did just you, happened to be a rope there happened to be a rope there how convenient <laughs> so convenient oh my god if there hadn't been a rope there we literally would have been probably arrested but Ugh. we we all had our skateboards with us and we were skating around inside this abandoned jail and so when we finally got out jumped down on the train tracks and then got back to the sidewalk we, we just skateboarded back to our cars like we were just you know skateboarding around town and <laughs> the cop was none the wiser and who knows how long he waited there for us to come out Nothing to see here, folks. Just some casual yeah. skateboarding happening. Just casual skateboarding with camera bags. No big deal. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, can you tell me about your scariest exploration? This can be, uh, you know, running into cops, homeless people. Uh, this could be paranormal activity if you believe in that sort of thing. Let me hear some stories. Okay. So probably have two scary moments. The first one, I went, they call it the Satan House, and I was working with my friend Josh, and he actually shot a documentary over the summer about, like, surviving the real apocalypse and what that would look like. And so he was scouting locations, and he knows that I'm really into, you know, urban exploring and everything, and he's fascinated by it. So he saw pictures of this Satanic house, and it has, like, all, whoever did it, did an incredible job. It's not just like regular graffiti. It's real like Satan stuff written in black. It's very cool. And he's like, oh, do you know where this is? I said, hell yeah. He's like, well, do you want to go? I was like, of course. So we went and he had to shove me into this tiny ass window. And I was taking self portraits there and he was just scouting it and everything. And so I had my tripod, which I rarely use a tripod. It's just cumbersome to me. I like to be free and move around and stuff. So I had my tripod and I was, you know, in my sheep mask, casually posing like maybe Jesus would. I don't know. And <laughs> and I was taking pictures and I went to change into a different mask and the camera was in the middle of the room. I was nowhere near it. And I had been taking pictures successfully and I'm in the corner changing. And all of a sudden the tripod crashes to the floor like something pushed it over and Josh immediately ran in. He goes, I thought you fell through the floor. Holy shit. And I was freaking out because my camera is so goddamn expensive and it just crashed to the floor. Luckily the lens hood saved it and my flash, which was old and I needed a new one anyway, that also broke, but at least it broke the lenses fall. But I was just in there like, did Satan or pissed off Jesus push this over? Like, I don't know. Wow. It was unnerving and then i i almost had a run-in with security uh we were at i was actually with rumham revenge and my friend alex he's dragon boy ac on instagram and he brought his friend sarah who was modeling for us and she had never been in an abandoned building ever 
this was the first time she was ever trespassing. And we're, we're in this place for like four hours. It's thunderstorming. We're having a great time. I mean, it was hot as hell, but we we're having a great time. We're getting ready to leave and I'm changing back into my regular clothes. And I see this white truck parked outside. So I'm looking out the window. I'm like, oh no. And it was a security man. And so I went upstairs and we're all freaking out. And Alex and Sarah were nowhere to be found. Like I had to call him because the place is so big. And I was like, there's security outside. I don't know what's going on. And so I went upstairs and then I was just rapid texting Rumham, like, oh my gosh, there's a man. They're walking up to the fence where we got in. Oh my God, they're standing there. They're waiting there. Oh my God, they're waiting for us to come out. I'm just rapid texting him this. And luckily they just ended up strolling away. It was like, I guess the security guard was showing some person the place and I don't know if he was interested in buying it or something, but panic for no reason. We were fine. We just had to like hang out in there for like half an hour longer and they eventually went away. <laughs> and and then <laughs> we were still like freaked out by it. So I went back to get my car and they took all of the stuff. And like when you shoot with Rumham Revenge, just prepare for him to come with a full duffel bag of like yep. crazy masks outfits props he had like a phone i mean he had everything in there and so they're going down the driveway away and i'm just walking towards my car and there's like an active place right next to where we were so there's people so i was like oh my god i look so suspicious so i just got on my phone and i pretended like i was ordering a pizza and i was just ordering this pizza walking to my car like yeah i'm just here going to my car ordering a pizza yeah, extra pepperoni, please. Thank you. <laughs> my address is blah, blah, blah. You know, so two hey. great memories. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it so much. I, I remember it reminds me of a there's a, an abandoned mall out here in California that's super well known. So I don't mind saying the name. It's called Hawthorne Mall. And I was in it with a bunch of friends of mine. And all of a sudden, one of our homies, Urbex Off Limits, he, he can make the sound of like the police siren that goes like, you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, yeah. But it sounds so, it literally sounds like it. So we're, you know, just exploring this mall. And then all of a sudden, out of the darkness, we, we hear, and so we're like, <laughs> fuck. So we take off running, me and like a bunch of other people. And there were like some kids in there, like smoking pot, just hanging out. And so like, we're literally all like packing our gear up and running back to the entrance we got in through. And the kids are like, the kids are like, did you guys hear that? Is that for us? And I was like, I don't know, but we got to get out of here. So we get out, we get out of the mall, go back to the car. And we're like breathing heavy, freaking out. And we're like, where's Urbex off limits? So I'm like texting him and calling him and he never brings his phone into these places. So I was oh like, my well, gosh. we will never know what happened to him. So we're waiting in the car and then all of a sudden he like appears out of nowhere and he's like, hey, what happened? And we were like, you didn't hear that police siren? And he was all, oh, that was me. I was just messing with you guys. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> evil evil bro not the time or place (laughs) but that is genius yeah brilliant absolutely brilliant (laughs) if you want to you know like scare people out of a neighborhood that's the way to do it real quick (laughs) oh absolutely and then uh tell me about your favorite exploration to date if you can pick one hmm i'd have to say probably exploring this abandoned mansion um i went twice they call it the clown house because it has this ch- child's room with, you know, like kind of circus painted. And 
that's the first room I saw of the house. And I was like, I have to go there. That'd be so cool. And I was at work on a Saturday and I was talking to my friend Taryn, Tyrannosaurus Urbex on Instagram. And I had never met her in person before, but we had been talking online and she was like, well, I can take you there today. Do you want to go? I was like, oh my God. I mean, so spontaneous, not like me, but I was like, hell yeah, let's go. So I met her in a Walmart parking lot and we went there and she had only been there at night another time. So this is the first time she was going during the day. So what happened was she told me to turn down this driveway and it was too soon. So we should have went one driveway up and it was still an abandoned driveway. There was a second abandoned house there and we drove up and it forked. So I could have gone straight or I could have gone to the left. And she said, go to the left. I'm pretty sure it's to the left. So I said, okay. So I'm driving and all of a sudden, I mean, it was probably in June or July and there was just, it's an abandoned dirt road. There were shrubs. I was just driving over small bushes in my little (laughs) Mazda three and I'm just turning the music up like this. I just don't want to hear what's happening. It's fine. And I probably went for maybe a mile. And then she's like, I think this is wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And we (laughs) turn out, we just are in this like field and then there's a new housing development. So I had to turn around and we were near like a creek. So I had to do like the worst Austin Powers K-turn in this little like near a creek dirt road and then we had to go back down the road oh again God. over everything so at one point i i'm out i'm in a dress and heels and i'm just taking logs and i'm just hurling them off of the road and she's doing the same and then at one point she's like you drive and i'll just hurl stuff out of the way so <laughs> that was particularly special but we finally got to the mansion. It was so epic. And then I ended up going back there with my friend Shannon and her boyfriend, Carlos, and we took some sick pictures. And it was just a great spot. And um, so, yeah, that was my favorite. And then when I went to the mechanic to get my oil changed, he was like, so I have to ask you something. Did you hit something? And I was like, well, if... By hitting something, you mean driving over like two miles of shrubs, then yeah, I hit something. <laughs> like, I hit everything. Yeah. <laughs> I drove over a forest, dude. <laughs> Not good. In my Mazda. No big deal. It's fine. Yeah. I was like, I have AAA, so <laughs> if I break down here, I'll just have to explain to them what I was doing, and I'll just say I got lost, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and went for two miles down a dirt road. No big deal. Yep. <laughs> nope. Everything's fine. <laughs> Um, So a lot of us urban explorers, we do research about these places we go either before or after we explore them. Do you have a favorite history of a place? I do, but it's a favorite because it's so horrible. It's just the worst story I've ever heard. I I went um, to this place and it was an animal hoarder type house. They had like 115 small dogs, a pony. And I think a few other animals that the cops, well, actually the fire department had to be called because the ammonia in the house set off the fire alarm. And then the firemen were dispatched and then found all of these animals that were like apparently fighting to get water. Wow. Just so awful and disgusting. And like a lot of them were Yorkies and I have a little Yorkie and he's the love of my life. And so I just, it just made me so sick. And 
when I shot there, I really, it's all I could think about. And like, we couldn't even be in there for more than maybe 45 minutes, which for me is short. Um, Cause the smell was just unbearable. It, it gives you like a fucking headache mm-hmm. and, and it was just so sad, but like the sadness kind of helped my creativity in a way. Sure. So I guess that's why it's my favorite because it's so fucked up and sad and yeah, that place will always haunt me for sure. Definitely. And uh, do you prefer to explore alone or with people? Oh, definitely with people. <laughs> I have explored alone actually more recently um, just by chance. But being with a, with a group is so much better um, because, you know, I'm a lady. I'm small. People could kidnap me True. easily. You know, I'm a good kicker, but. I just don't want to put that to test. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't explore alone. Um, but I did. Sometimes I'll go on, you know, a hike with my dog and I'll find like I, I literally found a whole entire abandoned farm with just me and my dog. And I carried him around a giant abandoned house. Mm-hmm. But it was in a good area. And I was, you know, the trail to to this place was fairly close. So. I felt safe enough to do that. I wouldn't do that if it was really sketchy. Yeah, I've explored a few places by myself. And like one of them was a, an old insane asylum in Indianapolis. And uh, it was called Central State. And the there's like a museum next to it where they have like the history of the place. And so I like went into the museum and I was like, hey, so uh, is this place abandoned or like what's the deal? And they were like, oh, yeah, it is. And I was like, can I go in there? And they were like, yeah, just don't let the police catch you. Their horse paddocks are like around the corner. And I was like, okay, bet. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> so I just like climbed through a window, go explore this, like the big powerhouse for this old asylum. And uh, it had been snowing because it was like around Christmas time when I explored it. And there was ice on the floor. And I just remember like f- busting my ass, like falling all over the place by myself in the cold, like on concrete, just doing stupid, reckless shit by myself. And like, it's, it's always scarier when there's a basement and you're by yourself. Absolutely. Like, I can't, like, I can't with basements. They freak me out. They freak yeah. me out. I actually went into an abandoned house recently. I, Every year I go on a bike trip with my dad for Father's Day and we did this trail and we passed by an abandoned house. So I was like, on the way back, we have to go in. So we went in and the floor was not good. And the basement, you could clearly tell there was a giant basement. So I, yeah, I did not like it in there. And I was like, I fear for my dad's life. He falls through the floor and then I have to do something. Right. Ugh, not a fan of basements, man. And old floors. Definitely not a fan of those either. Yeah. Um, do you have any goal places, places on your Urbex bucket list that you haven't been to yet that you really want to hit? I actually, I always wanted to go to this mansion and I wasn't sure if it was in Washington, D.C. or Virginia but I'm actually going there uh, for President's Day weekend and meeting some people. So that was on my bucket list. And I'm going to hopefully it'll all work out and not snow. And I, you know, we get in and I can check it off. So, hey, good luck. I hope that you get to do that. That would be yeah. super cool to check that off your bucket list. Yeah. And then I definitely want to explore the West Coast, um, too. There's a lot of photographers out that way that I want to work with. and. Um, 
I don't really know any spots, but I just, I feel like it would be really cool to take a trip out there. I've never been out West past like Las Vegas. So it's on my list. We've got water parks, we've got malls and hospitals, insane asylums, churches. I recently explored an abandoned SWAT training facility. So, I mean, we've got all kinds of shit out here. It's a good time. Yeah, water park. That would be really cool. Yeah, the there's this huge, very very well known uh, abandoned water park out here, and it's actually between Vegas and California, uh, on the like just off the freeway, and it shut down back in like the late '80s or the early '90s because like who wants to go to a water park in the middle of the desert? Like nobody, yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna stop there and then be wet for their two hour drive home. That's just not right. the time. But uh, recently, they I guess they've sold the property finally, and they're going to either rebuild it or demolish it and put something else there. Like, who knows? But uh, I recently explored it because my mom lives in Vegas, so I went out to visit her, and every time I go to Vegas and come back, I stop there. You know, it's just like you have to. You have to stop yeah. and see it and see how it's progressively become more vandalized and more decaying. And, you know, right. it's it's an amazing place, really, especially as an abandoned spot, like super, super cool. So yeah, I mean if you if you want some spots, let me know. I got you. Hell yeah. <laughs> and if now you, I just need time off of work. And- yes, true. <laughs> so if you could live in one place you've explored for one week, which place would it be? Oh, that's easy. There's a a mansion right by me and it's historic. And um I don't I guess I won't say the name, but it's so beautiful inside. And, oh, my God, yeah, I mean, I would live there for a month, maybe a year. Maybe I would just squat there and claim squatter's rights. It's that great. <laughs> That's awesome. I, You know, I haven't been into too many mansions. I Actually, I don't know if I've been in any mansions. Like, that's really? one thing out here that they're kind of hard to get into because a lot of them still have, like, the ring doorbell security system on them. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. there's motion detectors, so it's, like, you, you can't really, like, get into these places. But a friend of mine has been into a ton of them, and so I, I just need to just bite the bullet and, and get in one. Yeah, doing mansions is probably the most nerve-wracking thing I think you can do because, I mean, there's cameras everywhere now. Yeah. And a lot of these places have cameras, and you just never know because a camera could be freaking anything. So, you know, but um, so worth it. you got to... Got at least do one or two. Oh, come out sure. this way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll head out there for sure. And uh, my last question for you is: What is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Oh my God! Get an SUV, bitch. Get a big car. <laughs> Don't drive a small Mazda. <laughs> so much easier because you could just go down pretty much any road. So half the time when I'm taking my car, I'm like, I hope my car will make it. I mean, I've had it since 2011. It's still going. Amazing. Yeah. God definitely, bless it. Definitely invest in an SUV for urban exploring. It's the way to go. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. So Ugh. if people want to follow your journey more, where can they find you online? Drop your username again. And uh, thank you for coming on No Tracers. God, of course. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at mudmonster. I don't have a website. If anyone wants to try and help me make a website, feel free to reach out to me. I need help. (laughs) And this episode is sponsored by Wix. If you need a Wix website, uh, use my code down below. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I have. I don't even know if I have like a referral code, but uh, (laughs) 
I can give you some pointers on websites. No worries. <laughs> oh, my God. I tried to use Wix myself, and it was just a disaster. I thought, you know, while I'm on furlough, I should just make a website. And then I tried to do it. I'm like, I just am not good at stuff like this. And I just shouldn't attempt things I'm not good at. Like, I need a web designer. Yeah, definitely. Period. Somebody, somebody hit her up, please. Let's make this yes, happen. Yes, help me. <laughs> All right, guys, that was my episode with Mun Monster. If you want to check out her photography, she is on Instagram. And if anybody knows how to make websites, please help her out. She definitely needs to get that done, get a, get a website up and running. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and leave a rating and feedback on the show, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow on Apple so that we can reach a broader audience of listeners just like you. All right, guys, until next time, my name is Kay, otherwise known as No Tracers. If you guys want to pick up a copy of the book, notracers.com or notracers on Instagram. If you want to come on the show, I would love to hear your stories. All right, guys, stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.